were doing about 18 billion annually. Then the global recession hit and that just crushed us. How the world are you gonna do that and survive? I've done 10 startups, four of which I founded or co-founded. We were about six years before the acquisition. Today on the show, I'm happy to have Ron Green. He's the co-founder of Kung Fu AI. They help you unlock the business value with AI. Before this, he had a couple other companies, one of them being a biotech startup, and it was a bit of chaos in DNA sequencing, but with a good outcome. This company, this was back in the 90s. It was the first startup I'd, I'd ever done. I, I didn't found the company, but I was one of the early employees. And we were building DNA sequencing hardware and software. And this was back in the mid 90s. So really bleeding edge tech. But what I love about that story is we were actually based in the software team. We were in a closet in a hospital, the Felder's hospital. And we were shoestring operation and things were so touch and go in the early years that we actually missed payroll a couple of years. It was really that difficult. But what I really like about this experience and the story is that we fought through, we stuck together as a team. We really self-sacrificed by, by, by allowing, by allowing ourselves to not make payroll, but still continue on, free up enough, freed up enough cash to survive. And that company eventually went public and we got acquired. And so it just goes to show you that no matter how down you are, no matter how bad things may seem, you just keep fighting through, often you will do the other side and succeed. How many years was that business in operation? We were, I think we were about six years before the acquisition. We, we went public and then got. Okay. So was it like five years of struggle and then all of a sudden lights went on? No, actually it was probably three years of real hard struggle. And then we yeah. started getting some traction. It was amazing. There's almost nothing to compare with the idea of trying to build something from scratch, especially when you're right on the edge of your abilities and you pull together as a team and then fight through the low points. It makes the, it makes the successes all that much more appreciated and valuable. And then about a decade later, you had something similar happen. Yeah, it did. So a different company, different space. And we were growing, we were doing about 18 million annually. We were entering 08, we were looking at to getting about 25 million, very strong growth. And then the global recession hit and that just crushed us. And I remember a couple of things vividly. We had Fortune 25 um, customers and some of them came to us and said, look, you've got to, you've got to cut our bills, our invoices by 75%, but don't change anything else. Don't change anything about what you're delivering for us. You know, our response was like, God, how in the world are we going to do that and survive? And they were like, or you can just cancel our accounts. So it was a near death experience. Again, we retrenched as a company, pulled together, figured out how to deliver on everything at a quarter of the, the revenue and then survived. In fact, we grew and we got acquired and had a successful exit there as well. And those were two, two examples of startups that got as close as you possibly get to a death experience and then fought through to a good exit. I can't imagine cutting it down 75% on price and then still being able to deliver the product. I know that's really tough. Luckily we were a product company. And so we were able to figure out ways to get economies to scale and get more, more efficiencies through the product suite that we had. What was the product? This was, this was in the social market, the sort of e e-learning social media space. And so we were hosting communities for very large, as I said, sort of fortune 25 companies. And so it was a SaaS play. And so what inspired now the new venture? Oh, good question. So I, I, I 
did a course in AI as I was finishing up my final semester of college and I got the bug. I was like, I knew immediately, this is 30 years ago. And I remember thinking at the time, oh, I'm too late. All this AI stuff's been figured out. I had no idea. And I went to grad school, got a master's at Sussex in AI, and you've just been passionate about it ever since. And there was a bit of, well, there was something called the, eight, the second AI winter where everything was a little overhyped, overpromised. And when those didn't come to fruition, there was a real retrenchment in funding and investments. Everything changed in 2012 when it was shown for the first time that these, some of the existing approaches, some of these quite literally legacy approaches of artificial neural networks were extremely capable of moving the city of the art and computer vision. And that kind of unlocked a new wave of investment in Kung Fu AI, my company, we are, we are focused 100% on machine learning and artificial intelligence. And we help companies with their strategy development, the roadmaps and execution, bespoke custom model development. So this get, lets you explore all the different ways that it's being approached. That's right. That's what <laughs> we're, we're really lucky. We have just an absolute world-class team. I can't exaggerate how amazing they are. And the reason we're able to hire and maintain such amazing people is the problems we work on are so diverse. In a single year, you may work on low orbit satellite detection breast cancer risk prediction. You may work on something like advanced document information extraction or fraud detection. It's just really varies. So is this business the most fun out of all of yours? Honestly, it is. I can honestly say I've done 10 startups, four of which I've founded or co-founded. I think this is the most fun I've ever had. That's good. I like it when the businesses are fun because then it doesn't feel like work anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So you think this one's really going to scale as well? I think so. We've been growing at a pretty good clip. We're about five and a half years old. So we predate the, this wave of awareness and excitement about AI and chat GPT has been very helpful to us. It's opened people's eyes and they're beginning to realize just how real this is. So for new entrepreneurs, what would your advice be to them? Oh, wow. I would say maybe a couple of warnings and then a couple of pieces of advice. It is way more difficult than it looks on the outside. A lot of, I think, I think a lot of people look at the startup scene, whether it's hardware or software, and just think that it's just all excitement and growth and success. And most startups fail. And we talked about some of my successes here. I've had failures as well. It's really difficult. You basically have about a 10% chance of surviving to five years in the startup space. And it can be really lonely, right? Because you're trying to attract talent, you're trying to attract customers, you're trying to build something new and innovate. To constantly have to have an optimistic perspective and you have to project confidence. And a lot of people don't understand that in the startup space, that confidence doesn't necessarily always reflect the reality of the situation as you just as you're just fighting to survive. Well, one of the things that also that surprises people a lot about early stage companies is you gotta remember you're starting something new. Nobody knows you yourself known in the space to get people to even return your email and your phone call. So just a word of caution, if you don't feel like you absolutely must start something new, you might not have the drive to survive. But that said, once you start something, don't get down just because you do have failures. I can tell you, I can tell you five more stories, near death stories about different companies. And the hardest thing to do when you're in those situations is just keep fighting through. But that's what differentiates the companies that survive and the ones that don't is that way of figuring out how to make it to that next level. 
Yeah, that grit and persistence is so important. It's unbelievable. It's about 80% of it. Yeah. So if you could tell your younger self any one thing, what would it be? I got really lucky. I got really lucky. I've stumbled into a field that I loved and I had the opportunity to do some things that I was worried might be beyond my ability. And I, what I tell my own, what I tell my own sons is if you're not in a situation where you feel you're right at the edge of your ability, you may be underqualified, then you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Because I think most people underestimate what they're capable of. Once you get into some environment and you succeed and you find out that you can do it, you retrospectively go, oh, that's different. That's just this thing. It's really scary or these other, there's pretty much nothing people can't do if they work hard, put their mind to it. And so the things I'm most proud about are when I stretched myself right to the limit of what I thought was possible, because then when you succeed or even when you fell, you knew it was something worthy, right? You knew that you gave it your all. And within the startup space, failure is not really that much of a knock. People know how hard it is to get things off the ground and succeed. So failures are not going to be held against you necessarily as, as hard as you might think in that space. Yeah. It's as long as you don't hold it too hard against yourself when you keep pushing forward. That's right. Yeah. The investors want people who have previous startup experience. Even if you've, even if you have a couple of startups under your belt and they weren't successes, that experience typically translates into future success. So Investors look for that when they're talking to early stage companies. I do a lot of mentoring in the startup space. And one of the things I tell people is a lot of people think a good idea is key. They'll think, oh, if I can just come up with a really good idea, that's the hard part. I'm done. And I always make the joke that a good idea and three bucks will get you a cup of coffee. Nobody cares about your idea. All that matters is execution, right? All that matters is execution because ideas are almost invariably going to suffer when they come against the reality of the world, right? There are going to be intricacies or complexities that, that you just can't possibly anticipate. And it's how you respond to those readjusted plan that makes all the difference. And so I would say, you know, the biggest thing is don't fall into that trap that you just need a good idea. You do need a good idea, but that's 1% of it. The rest of it is all about execution. You got to test the market. We all think we have the best idea until the market tells us it's the right idea. We have to keep trying. And the market can be wrong too. You can be too early. You can position yourself incorrectly. There's a million ways. Yeah. So Ron, if somebody wanted to learn more about Kung Fu or get in touch, how could they? Probably the best way is to go to our website, kungfu.ai. Feel free to reach out to me. My email is ron at kungfu.ai. And I would tell people out there, 99% 99% of the companies in the world haven't even taken their first step into machine learning or AI. It's okay to not know what to do, how to take that first step. That's one of the reasons we're here to help. This time next year, it's not going to be okay. The entire business world is waking up to the, the impact and the ability of machine learning. And if you don't do it, your competitors will. When you work with us or somebody else, I would highly encourage all of the listeners out there to begin planning for what their future utilization of machine learning and AI is going to be. You will be outpaced if you don't implement. That's exactly right. So thank you, Ron, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time.